Hello, everybody, and welcome back to today's episode of Eberron Gateway to Perdition. It's time to go to the nightclub. Let's check it out. So I think rather than like walk you there or you take the train or whatever, you show up in style because you're traveling with Delilah to Kenneth. And I would expect no less. So what do you think? Do you do you walk up? Do you arrive in like a carriage? Like, do you take a, a taxi, basically like a magical taxi? Like what? what is your, carriage. Yeah. Describe to Stress me your. Carriage. Your magical arrival here. What does it look well, like? Well, describe the outside yeah, of the nightclub. Yeah, says? Okay, all right. Yeah, Obviously, if it's like a if it's like a <clears throat> underground nightclub, then like no. So this but is supposed to be like, yeah. This is supposed to be their legitimate business. Okay. So uh, it is big. It's a multi-story uh, nightclub. Uh, mm-hmm. The front of it is all like black and uh, b- black and gold, uh, very art deco kind of looking entrance, mm-hmm. big sort of like um, decorative uh, columns on either side of the entrance. Um, yeah. There is very a like, great Gatsby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's no sign, but everybody knows what this place is and have li- like lined up. There's a lineup that goes like around the block mm-hmm. uh, of people standing in the rain, uh, all nervously like shifting, trying to keep their their best clothes from getting rained on. Lots of people standing with umbrellas, kind of waiting to see. And at the front, there are two bouncers, enormous dudes. Bruno, you guaranteed have like fought these dudes before. Two big, mm-hmm. big like. Meet necks and they're wearing uh, tuxedos and standing there. Uh, and there's like the only thing holding everyone back is a little velvet rope between these two guys. Uh, and that's that's the scene, right? That's what we see. Obviously, it's raining. Uh, there is uh, there is light coming. It's dark now because it's nighttime and we can hear muted from the other side of the the big double doors. Uh, we can hear the sounds of a, a, a jazz band playing inside so we can hear uh, maybe the sound of. Of, uh, of trumpet and uh, drums and a, a stand-up bass, but it's all it's all muted. It's all high-pass filtered. So that's that's the scene. Uh, how do you how do you arrive? <laughs> uh, do we? I imagine we pull up in like a black carriage. Yeah, yeah. Stretch carriage. Yeah. Stretch carriage. Stretch carriage. Stretch carriage. Sure. I mean, they're they're uh, what are they called? Sky sky coaches, which are basically mm-hmm. like f- flying magic cars. Yeah. So yes, you can. And it's gonna have it's gonna have a drop top, but of course the top is up because the rain yes. is going on. Because <laughs> I got money, so I can afford a car with a roof. <laughs> uh, That's true. We'll pull um, up directly yeah. to the front of the club, mm-hmm. uh, and like. I, I imagine this, and correct me if this is incorrect, y'all. Someone like, said Uber on. That's good. Uh, like, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> it's called Bruno and Vic uh, pop out from, Bruno comes out from like the front passengers, mm-hmm. and then Vic comes out from the other side. Uh, I'll come out from the front door and pull out an umbrella, and then offer oh, my you hand. Think I'm umbrellaing. Oh, oh, we will fight. I will roll. I will <laughs> dare you. Fight. How is this? Uh, yeah. My okay. <laughs> we'll fight. Are we gonna fight? You can. You. I, I'll pull out the umbrella, and you can grab it from me. I. I don't I, mind. I have an umbrella, and it's Delilah's umbrella, mm-hmm. and it's pretty. And I'm pretty sure we'll also kill someone. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Bruno is also getting in the mix and doesn't have an umbrella, but is like taking the end of their coat and trying to like use well, it to cover people's heads. With, <laughs> I'll just, whose umbrella are you 
standing under Delilah. I'm, that's not Vic asking. That. That's me <laughs> asking. Well, Rook doesn't even open it after seeing the struggle. It's just like, well, I'll just have it uh, checked in with the code, I guess. There's <laughs> no need. Well, it's fine. Uh, Delilah. I hate for you to get rusty, and I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm just shimmy out in front. Yeah, I think Delilah will wait for all of this nonsense <laughs> to settle. And it's just like, I specifically had them dress nicely so that they wouldn't embarrass me. And now one of them is getting greasy raindrops all over their nice jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and just like secretly like speaking to themselves. I'm sure the driver like leans over the back. is like, you have to get out of the car. And Delilah's like, shut the fuck up. The driver I'm having a crisis. <laughs> the driver, the driver is a uh, the driver is a warforged, uh, but he's he's wearing like a sh- uh, chauffeur's like jacket and cap, uh, and he's very well trained, and so does not respond unless spoken yeah. to directly, and is yeah. very good at making it seem like whatever is going on in the sky coach, yeah. they are just oblivious to it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if they had turned around, they would see the brief moment of panic on Delilah's face before they. So the driver is a warforged. Yes. I want to pull military rank. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is part of the background. Uh, I'm going to pop it in chat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, You have military rank from your career as a soldier. Soldiers loyal to a former military organization still recognize your authority and influence and they defer to you. So it's so cool, too, because it's like there's this weird and we talked a little bit about this in the first one. There's this weird kind of like shared trauma in that all all modern Warforged were soldiers of some degree or another. Mm -hmm. And you being able to have this sort of shared like Mm -hmm. like I see you like I remember. And And I think part of this is like where the world is built of like there's a level of community outside of the war. Like if a wolf war needs something investigated, they would reach out to me and I would probably do it pro bono. Yeah. Like, right. Way, like how we needed a car, we were able to get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the same way, I would imagine that when necessary. Oh, so is that, is that why like this, yeah. you, you called in a favor and this, this guy, this former like sergeant is like, right. whatever you need, Lieutenant and like came to get you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think in, in that reason, like they will be here if we need a quick way out. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Cool. So he, uh, he pulls, he pulls into the underground parking garage and won't be later. It won't be important until later in the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So he, he tells you, uh, I'll be, I'll be right outside if you need anything. Uh, and he only says that when you're the only one left in the coach, like yeah. everyone else gets out and then he speaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he says to you, he's like, I'll, I'll wait out here. If you need anything, I'll keep an eye on the entrance. Thank you, Sergeant. Cool. Okay. So he, uh, yeah, he pulls the sky coach off to the side and, uh, and waits. Um, so yeah, you imagine when I, when we describe, when we think about this, when we think about this, this place and the, the way it's built. Yeah. Imagine like uh great Gatsby, imagine like art deco, imagine like Rockefeller, right? Like that kind of like big, like carvings of big, like winged figures holding torches and this kind of like the future is bright and industry and monorails. Um, imagine kind of like a uh, rapture from Bioshock. Uh, with less and Rand, uh, but not that much less. And uh, yeah, and it's so it's all that very sweeping and and large. Um, and I think probably Delilah. What what was this building before it was a nightclub? What do you remember this? Because you I mean you know this neighborhood. What was this building before you went to jail? 
I think before Delilah went to jail, this was an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this a lot of this area has started to see like some gentrification as the city expands. Yeah. And so this was an apartment complex where they knocked out the floors um to have like a few a few um what do you call them? penthouses. Yeah. Uh, with open balconies on the insides. Um, there's like an enormous, I want to say, and you can correct me, but like, because they've like put balconies in the middle and this was a, a very tall apartment, they've put like a fountain that shoots like straight up to almost the top floor just to like show off that. Yeah. There's like water features that have been added, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. There's guess. like a lot of okay. crystalline, like chandelier nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, like I wanted to give it like baby motifs. And then I was like, that's idiotic. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's called, it's silly. called the, it's, it's called the polished pram because yeah. that's what, uh, that's what, uh, the baby wanted to call it. But the yeah, motif, uh-huh. like the actual internal stuff they yeah. had, they hired someone else. The architect yeah. would not allow that. They, they did the polished pram for branding. Yeah. A baby on the fountain, you know, those fountains. Yeah, like yeah. Cherub. cherubs are a common yeah. theme. Yeah, I like or that. I call them fountain babies. Both are valid. <laughs> fountain babies, aka are cherubs. They, are they Katie May? <laughs> Winged fountain babies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the features are all like cherubs' faces that are like spouting water off of the balconies and stuff. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay. Cool. All right. So when you pull up, uh, you are you are confronted, of course, with the front doors and the two tough looking bodyguards that stand uh, on either side uh, of said door. Um, So what do you do? Do you just like walk up and try to walk past them or. Yeah. Do you want to try and intimidate them? I think that we'll start with just walking past them. Uh And then just go from there. Okay. So there's, as you walk up, there are, uh, there are the two guards, one on either side, and there's a, a carpet that leads up to the door. The door is closed and there is a, uh, rope in front of it. Uh, you could theoretically just step over it, but that's a different flex than making them grab the rope. Right. Um, Delilah will wait outside of the rope with a bored expression. Okay. Yeah. So you just walk up and let's get a persuasion or intimidation roll, Delilah, whichever you think is more appropriate here. Uh, neither one of these will do well. I have a 12 charisma. Okay. You can have advantage because you're with your posse. Persuasion. Yeah. Intimidation. Um, so I get plus one. I'll do persuasion. And if it doesn't work, Vic can just try to talk to talk them yeah, into I'll it. Yeah, I'll step in. I'll step okay. in if this goes. Or we'll shoot them. Whatever. Oh <laughs> man, why did I click that? I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, I clicked a different thing. Oh no! <laughs> That would have been so bad if you didn't have advantage. So, oh my goodness. so this is uh, the regular the roller roll was, coaster of emotion. Yeah, the regular roll was a one, Gosh. and the advantage roll was a twenty. Uh, so, yeah, it works perfectly uh, because of your your previous work. Because you're working, you've got your your goons with you here. Uh, 
the guards, they look at each other and you, you see, I think maybe Vic is the one that notices this. They expected you. They're like, mm-hmm. of course you're here. Like we were waiting for you, Mr. Kenneth, please. They don't yeah. say any of that, but one of them reaches up before you even have a chance to look bored. As you walk out, one of them reaches up, grabs the brass end of the rope, clicks the hook and opens it. The other opens the door for you uh, and, uh, and allows you inside. So feel free to head into the, uh, head into the vestibule. I have a, uh, I have a map of the whole club here so you can go in and check it out. Yeah. I I like to think that like the reason that it was a nat 20 is because Delilah choreographed their walks in. So in spite (laughs) of like the scramble that they did, uh, as soon as they like put their hand on the rope, Delilah with their fingers and then there was some like fall in line like a little of the formation of geese <laughs> yeah i said it's left right left pivot turn sneer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more disdain come on <laughs> more disdain so with the with the two front doors being being pulled open by this by this uh this bouncer you can now see into the vestibule there are some columns you can hear immediately the unmistakable sound rook you recognize of the bixkay hill band uh you recognize the uh, the 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 swinging drums of Bix Scahill himself. There's a saxophone solo going on. They're warming up the crowd uh, for the big vocal number later. Yeah. You hear that. You can smell cigar smoke. You hear the sounds of of glasses clinking and people talking. And uh, the whole place just just reeks of uh, of class. So as you walk in, you see there's a, a woman. Uh, sitting at the desk, um, she's wearing a uh, like a sequined uh, gown and has her like makeup on. And uh, there's a uh, there's a little um, uh, like a coat check room over here. Uh, and I think over in the corner uh, of this uh, of this room, you see there's a big uh, I guess it'd be like a magi magi technological like a cigarette machine, but but magic. Uh, and so it's glowing uh, with a, a faint light as you come in. And uh, the woman smiles uh, and says to whoever the first person through the door is, um, take your coat. Uh, I, Bruno will be going through and uh, just shake their head. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're like, I'm fine. It's like walk in. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so trying to think if they would have no probably not um okay all right so yeah you can just you can just walk past and walk into the the main uh the main bar itself yeah i'll I'll offer up my trench yeah okay yeah all right yeah i offer my coat as well but i really (laughs) like i offer up my trench (laughs) (laughs) delilah has like a big fur shrug over mm-hmm. this like oh. waistcoat and white silk like ruffle neck nonsense um, and drops the shrug to their inner elbows and looks at the coat girl and says no need to put your grubby hands on it we won't be long <laughs> okay does and one just of like your, does, breezes pass I just, does Vic take the because you don't even finish undressing it yourself right you just let it fall and you're like somebody no. take this off of me <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, yeah I'm on it I'm there. <laughs> like Don't clean. let this coat hit the ground a <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Die first. <laughs> so, Vic, as you're giving the coat to the coat check uh, girl, she says to you, she wouldn't say this to Delilah directly, she says, she's like, oh my god, is that Delilah DeCaneth? Oh, you certainly bet it is. 
And, uh, and she, uh, she says, oh, she's even more glamorous than I thought. Prison hasn't aged her a day. No. And you know what? She's, she's more radiant than ever. You'll see. And she, yeah, and she, she looks at her with these big, big glassy eyes and she's just like, by golly, what a dame. And she watches you like d- discard your coat and walk into the place, I assume. They're going to rule this town in just a short <laughs> amount of time. That's when I just turned into weird henchmen. Like, mm, yes, she's, she's glory. <laughs> yeah. mm, good. Yes. Jazz version of Billie Eilish's You Should uh-huh. See Me in a Crown starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. Jukebox. We just pay them in an inordinate oh, amount of yeah, money. Yeah, we were doing. You you got to know that if this was a TV show, we would do that awful thing that HBO does on every single show, where it's like, here here it's like the swing jazz version, the instrumental swing jazz version of a Wu Tang song. Huh? you recognize this, right? How about some Nine you Inch Nails? This, right? You wanted Wu-Tang? this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. I've seen Westworld recently. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. Yep. That drove no, me. That moment in Westworld drove me crazy because I didn't realize right away. And then I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I know this song. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you, you hand off your stuff to the, uh, to the, the co-check girl. Um, Vic, can you make, actually, who's the last one into the bar? Cause I assume Vic, you hand off the coat and then follow Delilah pretty closely. Right. <clears throat> Yeah. So who's the last person to leave the the like vestibule for for the bar? Who's the last one out? I think it's me because I, I, I still have my trench coat. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So she she takes it from you as the other three enter the uh, into the bar, and as you go to leave, you notice she doesn't go back to the coat check room. Uh, she doesn't go this way. She goes through this door instead. And on the door, all it says is employees only. You just notice her go through that uh, that door there. Well, okay. Uh, I like double back up and uh, well, actually, I'm gonna peel off. <laughs> okay, so let me I'm let me describe the room for you. So you come in okay. through the archway, uh, yeah. and the archway probably has something like ludicrous on it, like "Welcome to Paradise" or whatever. As you come in, and as you walk in, the smell of the smell of smoke, the sound of the of the band, the sound of everybody, and everybody's all very glamorously dressed here, right? Everybody's wearing uh, expensive suits, smoking expensive cigars, drinking champagne, wearing gowns. The band looks great. Uh, Bix, uh, Bix is, and I think you would know uh, Bix, Bix Scahill from from the war. Bix is a warforged uh, percussionist, uh, and he came back and he started this this jazz combo. That's uh, how he's on the twos and fours, like magic. <laughs> exactly, what, yeah. he's like some kind of drum machine. <laughs> um, and so you see him at the back, and he's just playing like a casual kind of like a swing beat. Uh, and there's a stand up bass player, and uh, there is a uh, there's a, a saxophonist, and they're playing, and everybody's like talking and having a great time. And you walk in. And, and and like we said before, like Delilah described, the whole place is like opulent, right? Everything is is polished gold and dark blue, and um, and you can see the the gang. But upon walking in, you take a look around. There's no sign of uh, of the baby himself, uh, though certainly he must be around here someplace. Yeah. So as you uh, as you come in, that's what you see. Um, and then uh, Rook, you said you wanted to you wanted to peel off. Uh, 
It's tough because I think seeing an employee's only room and being an investigative unit would be something that like order would dictate him to follow through on. It's like gather intel and then double back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also Big Scahill is playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so this is this oh is this God. is this is a like true moment of conflict between war programming and life passion. Mm-hmm. And ultimately in the moment of indecision of however long it takes, they realize that they have met let like prime opportunity of both enjoyment to pass. Yeah. And just like slowly walks into the like actual area. Right. So like you, you hover in that space of indecision and it sort of sours both options. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. And so. then, uh, double back and uh, whoever that lady is with the crush on Delilah, they know we're here now. Mm, oh, they, they knew we were here the whole time. They, when they opened their little, uh, the little rope they they knew though it's, right. it's, of it's, uh, how yeah, but, quickly they come running is what I'm interested in. But they they don't know they don't know that I'm here yet, right? Like they don't then they can't tell it's me. I'm doing a good job, right? Uh, you are doing the best job. I crushing it. You notice I was trying not to speak in front of people, you know, because like uh, cause it was they, really good. Was yeah, good. yeah, yeah. You you not talking was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> More D and D games need these conversations. Like you finish a fight, and then everybody just spends twenty minutes reaffirming each other. Like Aww. you did really good. That magic missile was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so my party actually does that. It sucks. It's, there's <laughs> so there's a uh, there's a lowered this lowered area in front of you with some of these tables. Um, there are tables set around the stage around this side. There's a bar uh, over here. There's some booths near the back. Um, the uh, facilities are right around the corner here. There's a big glass wall over on this side. And then there's some like private rooms uh, over here. Now there's also another, there's like a second floor. And if you look up this whole section in the middle uh, is like a mezzanine. So there are like VIP seating up above and you can only make out sort of silhouettes. Uh, The whole place is lit dimly by um, magical light. Uh, right. There are lanterns or um, uh, like magical chandeliers basically hanging above. And uh, so the uh, the area up above is open, but you don't see stairs that lead up to it anywhere around here. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, OK, so can I do we think that the the either the VIP section up there or like um, uh, in those private rooms, right? Yes, but. I think shortly someone will be here to let us know that we have a meeting. Yes, the, the ball, I think, is in their court. Um, Delilah, is there anything that you wish to be drinking? I'd love nothing more than to get it for you. Delilah has already grabbed a martini off of a plate and a is fool. holding I'm... it, <laughs> but hasn't sipped off of it yet. Has just been waiting for Vic to Did bring something up. she just take it up. from a random waitress? Just like as they pass by, just scooped it up off, which by the way is a IRL TK move um, <laughs> because I'm a monster. <laughs> You're like, so the waitress just kind of looks at you and you eyeball her hard enough that she's just like, I guess I'll go get another martini. Yeah, I just look back at her like please say something yeah right <laughs> okay yep 
Yeah. And just like holds the martini, doesn't drink it, waits for Vic to say something, hands it to Bruno <laughs> and says, mm-hmm. Vic, I would love something uh, with a spritzer in it. I've felt a little hoarse lately. Mm, y- yes, yes. kind on my throat, please. Delilah, I'd love nothing more than to get that for you when I head off to the bar. Oh, could you and also well, get me? <laughs> no, and will I walk over? No, I knew, I knew, I knew. It's good. It's nice to give, nice to give Vic the opportunity to say no. <laughs> yeah, that's what's important. Can I do some sort of check around to see, like, you know, who's watching us with maybe, like, told intent? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of course. What kind so of all the bartenders are just like cleaning? If you're trying to read staring. the like read the vibe of the room, uh, yes, the, you're you're reading reading the situation. Um, yeah, make an insight check. Insight, good, better than perception. Here we go. A five. Now listen, wow. this, this email that wow. I'm going to send to roll twenty is it's going to be wrong. <laughs> if oh, you could roll funny. better than like a, a six or a seven, I'd be really impressed if you could try to do that today. Um, Dear yeah, Mr. Really 20. Cool. So let me, Dear Mr. 20, please. <laughs> let me just, so I know we've been playing D&D together for a while, Katie Mae, but um, you yeah. know that high numbers are better than low numbers, right? In this oh, game. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Knock off. <laughs> yeah, I've been noticing there's not as many Dungeons or Dragons as I thought there would be. This is all kind of new to me. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot. Um, yeah, so I think right. the only the only you tell me like why why does Vic have such trouble? Why does Vic have a hard time? I think time? Vic thinks it's everyone. I think Vic That's can't paranoia. see their paranoia. Right, yep. right. So I like because that that would also be like a thing too, right? You're looking at all these people and like. The shot here would be to illustrate Vic's paranoia. So the music would probably be kind of like off tune slightly, like slightly warbly. And it seems like everyone is staring at you and like laughing in slow motion. Like the room is just full yeah. of eyes, piercing eyes staring in your uh, direction as you walk over to the bar. Vic thinks irises are weird. And yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Eye contact in general would be a foreign concept to changelings. Like they would have to practice it because oh, you're so right. They can't, you oh. could, it's like, it's like there are a whole species of people wearing sunglasses all the time. Yeah. I relate. So okay. you, you went I, over to the bar. Yep. Yes. I know Delilah's drink order by heart. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Choose whatever you want. It'll be right. (laughs) Delilah, Delilah, Rook and and Bruno, do you go find a table or? Yeah. Yeah. Bruno's going to go find a table. Yeah. Delilah doesn't find a table. She has people. There's a, Uh, I think there's an empty, there's an empty table over here. That's pretty good. That's, that's, I was actually looking at that one. Yeah. So that's, I think where the three of you end up. I love this table. It's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) The best table. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, you, uh, you head over, uh, and you, you sit down at the table, um, and, uh, yeah, I think as, as you do, there's a, in the table surface, there is a, um, like you hear a, a, a chiming as a little window opens and you can see there's a little reflective, like a glass dome that displays essentially a magical hologram, um, of like the menu. And, uh, that appears in the middle of the table. Uh, you can hear the conversations, the quiet conversations, the people around you. There's evidently like a date or something or some like rich dude, uh, is out with his mistress at the table next to you because she does that laugh that is like 
clearly obviously canned and fake to anyone else who's listening, but her companion doesn't seem to notice. Right? He's just like chomping on a cigar. He says something funny and she titters. Uh, the band finishes their number. Uh, Bix gets up uh, and he, he does a little bow and he, uh, he says, uh, me and the band are going to take a little break. We'll be right back. And uh, there's some applause as uh, Bix and uh, his two players go backstage. Um, terrifying. And so the group of you are, uh, you're sitting out here. Uh, you go over to the bar, Vic, you get a, you get a drink. What do you order for Delilah? Ooh, I know so much about alcohol. Please don't make any Katie Mays too young to drink it jokes. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so terrified to say something here right now. I'm so scared. Um, I order like, her a wine cooler. A non-version Shirley Tom. What is like with a spritzer for a fireball and dr pepper i guess or i don't <laughs> that's exactly what it is no okay so some sort of spritzer. i should have been googling fireball. it i should have been googling spritzer drinks what's a spritzer drink i don't know what it is i'm panicking on the inside I, yeah i imagine this is vic's internal monologue as they walk from the entrance to the bar and actually this is literally even even years on uh this is literally what i have to do every time i want to order a drink from the bar i have to rehearse oh, yeah. it in my head the entire time while i wait for someone to come up and ask me what i need to drink and i'm like don't say it wrong don't say the wrong thing don't make an ass of yourself just order the damn drink adam so you have a I, moment I, as you walk up and then the bartender uh a uh, a halfling woman she has uh short hair on the sides and it's like a little taller on the top she's wearing a buttoned up shirt with a bow tie and she has her sleeves rolled up and like held up with the those like sleeve garters uh the old timey like sleeve garters and uh she's she's looks at you while she's finishing someone else's drink and she's got a knife that she is cutting the rind off of a a lemon with and she does it in one practice like twist and gets this like perfect corkscrew and she looks over at you and she smiles and she says get you something sweetheart um yes well tk has just sent me a uh, fireball cocktail recipe. <laughs> so I guess we're gonna go with that. Mm-hmm. You just messaged it to me. Um, I now have to pull it up. Uh, it's called. Um, you sent me. I'm sorry to just stop the whole Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> you sent me. You have sent me uh, a Hunger Games themed recipe cocktail (laughs) okay well then i'll say it with a with a straight face and then you'll be the one who feels bad um i've had this cocktail um, (laughs) it's in my favorites (laughs) yes uh the girl the girl on fireball cocktail would be that one (laughs) that one is what i'd like (laughs) fantastic i don't care this it's delicious and what is in a uh what is in a the girl on fireball um yes thank you for asking me i have to do the thing with recipe posts where i have to get through like the girl's whole life and then she'll tell me what the recipe is <laughs> i first drank this drink in 2003 it I was a good year I scroll through the whole thing and it's no. just a bottle of hard cider and whiskey yeah. <laughs> and then i mix a little bit of sprite in it there you go doesn't sound bad I can't breathe. That was so pointless. I was gonna have been like, get some fireball whiskey and your favorite hard cider. But I scrolled for like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of recipe websites are just 
blogs with a recipe at the end of the post, which is yeah, like, yeah. that's fine. Okay. okay. Or I will, Sorry, settle, I, will, I will settle for apple pie moonshine. Oh my God. Apple pie moonshine is I've so had good. That. It's really good. Yeah. yeah really let out good. your inner white girl, Adam. <laughs> Wait, great. let's just get moonshine. Moonshine all around. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Apple pie moonshine for everyone. <laughs> your boy's going to South Carolina for Christmas. Could make that happen. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah. So Vic, you you order the drink, uh, and the 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 final touch is the bartender takes a a little glass like a stir stick, drops it in, swirls it around a couple of times. There's a brief flash uh, as the the top layer like burns off, and she blows the drink off and uh, puts it on the table. And uh, do you go to? pay her or do you just walk off with it uh i also get a round of apple moonshine shots <laughs> apple pie moonshine shots okay. i get around for all, all right. of us and then yeah. yes i do walk away okay yeah uh so she gives you uh she actually she says now that you have a bunch of shots and stuff she says um do you want me to have one of the girls bring it over to your table and she looks and you can see your your uh your comrade sitting at the table over there uh That'd be, that'd be cool. That'd be wonderful. Yes. All right. So she, she gets a waitress to, to bring it over. Um, and you head back over to the, uh, to the table, I assume. Uh, yeah, Adam, yes. I think you're forgetting something. What's that? You have not been abiding by the hot or not rules. Oh, that's true. The, I thought yes. that it was implied. Um, the hot characters in this scene so far are depending on your preferences, Bix Scahill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Highly stylish yes. robot drummer. Okay. Um, yes. And then uh, the bartender is also hot. The bartender is also. She is also hot. Um, the band, mm, okay. they're they're just like background stand-in, like session musicians. Okay. It's okay. the Big so, Skay yeah. Hill Band featuring yes. these guys. Right. Yeah. They just look like randomly generated Sims. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. They they literally disappear into a pile of pixels when they go <laughs> off screen. It's just gone. They no, they no longer exist. He was okay, a real I was just good illusionist sure. robot back in the day. You know, <laughs> he does all. It's actually him doing all of them. Yeah, I love wow, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one man band. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. So yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on. Um, Bruno, you had a you had a question. I well, no, I was uh, I was uh, I was just gonna say when Vic comes back to the table um, or to, to the table for the first time, uh, Bruno is like going through the menu, like looking at stuff like, oh, n- I thought they removed wings from the menu, so like this is cool. They have wings again. Anybody wants? Them. I mean, like I'm not I'm not like terribly hungry, but if anybody else is hungry, I could go on on some wings together. Like I don't I'm not gonna be able to eat all of myself. I. <laughs> Well, I could definitely eat all of them myself, but I don't want to do that tonight. You know what I mean? They have <laughs> they're probably and they're probably like the 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 wings are probably like small dinosaur wings. Like yeah, it's like like Velociraptor wings. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. And, yeah, and Bruno just looks up at the the rest of the table. Like, am I the? Is this? Am I just? I literally cannot eat or drink. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Delilah. Delilah doesn't want heartburn, but doesn't say so out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, all right, all right. Yeah. Delilah um, just looks disdainfully at the menu and continues scoping out for the baby. Can I, can I does a scope for the baby? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. I would also like to do a perception check if that is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. 
God, I'm so scared. All right, a ten, cool, a cool, ten, and a cool, six. Cool, cool. cool no, cool, just giving cool. you advantage. I think that would have been the best way to have done. Yeah, that. unfortunately, <laughs> in, this, in this situation, like it's an internal like thing. Yeah. So like like helping someone on perception is more like you're putting your heads together and you're like actively looking for something. This is more like a just looking around. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. So Rook, you notice, uh, and maybe this is, you're distracted by this, but from back here, from this little side entrance here, uh, you see Bix Scahill. Uh, Bix emerges from the back, uh, mm-hmm. and he starts making his way over to uh, over to the bar. And he starts walking this way. And he wa- walks by your table. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to stop and talk to him, or do you want to see yes. if he notices you? Or yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, do you- I don't. Yeah, I would like to go stop and talk to him. Okay, yeah. So he's, at least he's, join him. Your at the dreams bar. come true. He's walking by. He um. So yeah, as we said before, he's got like the pinstripe like zoot suit on. He's got a fedora. He's spinning a um spinning a drumstick uh, in his fingers, but he's doing it in a way that no like no human dexterity would allow. Like he's mm. just it's very this very complicated spin. And I think Rook, you've seen other Warforged do this with like knives, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. And so he's just yeah just idly spinning the drumstick around as he walks to the bar humming to himself and then you yeah you see him uh like starting to go by i approach him make eye contact yeah and i go unit nine six seven four what an honor and privilege to see you again sir uh, and like yeah no and no when, like yeah, yeah when you when you address him like that he stops and he turns mm-hmm. and there's a second where he kind of like his composure like the 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 big scale like mm-hmm illusion kind of slips slightly and um i think i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a roll i want to see if you i want to see if you surprise him enough that he like drops the drumstick let's see he's pretty unflappable but whoop, not today so when you say that he he stops and he turns and you just hear the the despite the the ambient sound of the, of the bar we watch the drumstick like bounce off the off the floor and he turns to look at you um and he sees you and you're, you're giving him like a little salute yeah well i'm addressing him as yeah yeah his title and previous my previous commander for a, a brief stint yeah, and would he would he recognize you, or is there a chance he wouldn't? I could i I would leave it up to a roll. Okay. I, I truly, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, mm-hmm. what do you think the chances are that he recognizes you? Well, you're you're a little disguised, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. true. The pencil mustache. <laughs> yeah, the pencil, the pencil mustache. mustache. It's a it's a new face that that hasn't been seen before. Um, yeah, I would say. I think unless I introduce myself as I don't even think he would recognize uh, potentially could recognize my unit number mm. uh, but um, offer like investigation unit 1138x as like for okay. a moment if he doesn't remember yeah all right um, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll just to see okay so he he stops he, and he and he, uh, you know, he looks at you yeah. and uh, he says uh Oh, I, uh, I don't, I don't go by the numbers anymore, kid. Uh, I know. Honestly, it's the reason why I talk like this now instead of like that. Uh, you can actually call me Rook Slade. It's truly an honor and a privilege. 
and he you can see him staring at you like and and if it were a human he'd have like a furrowed brow and he'd be trying to figure but it's impossible to say he just stares at you and uh and he says um Slade I know that name why do I know that name been around uh purchased a couple of your records maybe in in mass <laughs> saw a lot of your shows and to he, be honest yeah when you say that you you see his body language change right yeah. where he puts he, he puts on the bix costume more fully again yeah. and it's like oh you're a fan i have context now right. uh and he he says uh ah shucks well if i if i had known i was addressing such a big fan well that that's different and he uh he he, uh, he claps you on the shoulder uh and he uh, he says well i'm i'm glad to have you out of the show yeah what no. a venue huh it looks gorgeous around. what a rooting place you know <laughs> sharing the stage with such legends and of course you're one of them and he uh he says uh <laughs> Is that, you know, coming from just about anybody, I'd assume you were trying to flatter me, but I know you're a real fan, Slade. So, uh, and he, he looks around, he sees the discarded, the, the dropped drumstick, and he crouches down, he picks it up, and he says, uh, he holds I it out. I try to get there before I'm to offer it to him. First. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah. He, he picks it up, and he, yeah. he, he holds it out to you, yeah. uh, and he says, uh, why don't you hang on to this? Oh. If... Rook could cry. <laughs> the tears of a machine. The tears of a machine. Like, <laughs> I, I know you have more. Thank you. And he, he looks past you and he sees Delilah and he, uh, he says, uh, those are your friends over there, Slade. Yes, sir. Look like a bunch of movers and shakers. Why don't you introduce me? And he just starts walking like past you already towards the table. Absolutely. That's I terrifying. Immediately behind him and try to rush up uh, in front mm-hmm. and go, uh, uh, cats. This is the one, the only, the Bic Scahill. And he, he puts his hands up like, whoa, okay, okay. You're, you're making me seem like a bigger deal than I am. But he's, it's false modesty, right? He's just like, right. eh, it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I am. But, like. Well, also for Rook, like, Bick is the reason why he doesn't, why they don't have his mad at, like, PTSD and everything from mm. before. Like, truly, like, the idea of finding this outlet through, like, numbers turning into music in the way of, like, that's, like, it's the way it's being processed for, I think, uh, at least for Rook when they listen to it and like giving them purpose outside. Of it. So like, yeah, pure fan. Yeah. They're a role model, right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Totally. Okay. So, um, it seems that, that Bix is mostly interested in meeting Delilah. Vic, do you get in the way as he walks up? Um, not, I, I look, I look to Delilah for like, a, do you want to deal with this interaction? Delilah does not. The okay. thing with Delilah is that Delilah is house, house Kenneth. So they already have like a very complicated relationship with Warforged in general. Uh-huh. The only Warforged <laughs> to date who has earned Delilah's respect has been um, Rook because Rook was such a thorn in their side. Um, yeah before they went away to prison as an investigator and police officer. 
so there is like a begrudging respect between rivals who have unfortunately found themselves to be allies in this moment. That will probably change when Delilah's back in power, but for now, uh, Rook is the only Warforge that Delilah wants to be seen in public with. Yeah. That's All right. just how it is. Then I do my old move, but now I'm in like a now I'm in like a burly Nathan Lane. <laughs> like <a terrifying laughs> I like the idea that Vic has multiple Nathan Lanes, where you're like, I'm Nathan yeah. Lane, but from the birdcage. Okay, now I'm Nathan yeah. Lane, but from- <laughs> this is I'm Nathan Lane from Nathan Lanes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, for absolutely sure. Um, and so I like intervene. And I do the, but now I'm in like a cool, can be intimidating form and I'm feeling more confident. Um, and I say, mm, yes, well, we love meeting talent. <laughs> okay. And what are you, what are you trying to get him to do? Like, uh, just fuck sort off. Of realize that. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly okay. it. Right. Just be uncomfortable enough to see that he isn't wanted. Yeah. And Delilah doesn't say anything to him, uh, looks over his shoulder at Rook and says, Rook, when you've finished playing around, we should get back to business. Vic, can you make make an intimidation check? I feel it in the air tonight. Do it with advantage, because Delilah is sneering over your shoulder and ignoring this very important Warforged. I don't care about it. Wow. Very intimidating this time. 21. All right. So Bic stops when you say that, when you're like, you know, we don't. What do you, what do you say to him? Like, what's the last thing you say? We, Oh, we love to meet talent. That's right. Yeah. But talent is said in a very not. Yeah. So he Bix stops and he casts a quick glance at Rook like, oh, you didn't you didn't warn me that they were racists. Rook, I, you should have told me. Doesn't I say anything, but there's a quick look like, yeah. oh, this is how it is. And he he's yeah. can he, I sh- shift to a very shocked face? Very fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as shocked as a Warforged face can be. Yep. Yeah. Um, he he stops a little short. And he looks to Vic instead, realizing like, oh, I can't talk to her. I got to talk to you. And he says, uh, ah, I see how it is. I see how it is. That's fine. It's a very important, very useful skill to know when you're somewhere that you're not wanted. It's kept me out of trouble all these long years. Enjoy the show, everybody. Uh, and he, he turns and he walks past you and he looks at you like a little bit disdainfully, Rook, like. These are the kind of people you're hanging out with. No, okay, get, step and fetch it. Get your get your get your I shit straight. Said, don't make me look bad uh-huh. in front of the band. So he he looks at you like this was all your fault, uh, Rook, and then and he shrugs and he's like he walks away, humming to himself again, uh, and goes back down this this little uh, this little hallway. I would feel bad, but he was obviously using Rook for clout, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> TK. They're TK my doesn't he- feel bad. He's my hero until, well, this is probably a, a moment later Rook will realize yeah, they're just sucks. an individual. Yeah, he sucks as well. But right now. Dude sucks. It hurts. Okay. Uh, Rook just got to um, As he was walking away, yeah. can I use my Fey presence? Just as, because um, everyone in a 10 foot cube mm-hmm. has to make a wisdom saving throw against my warlock spell DC or... and either be charmed or frightened by me. Oh, perfect. Oh. Yes. If you'd like to charm or frighten Bix Scahill, you are welcome that, to do so. Does that include us too? Yes, it certainly does. Is it cr- yes. it's creatures? Where to God. Yes. Okay. Uh, so your 10 foot 
cube is going to be oh. what? Like you wow. could hit it. So let's see. As if he's still here, uh, a ten foot cube would get both the warforged if you put it there. Okay. Um, yeah, that would work for I me. That'd be this. fine. Okay, so I Delilah, get you advantage against her. No, is, is Delilah no, in not, or out? I, don't, I can't the, tell. It won't zoom I'm in. Sure for me. I'm sure. It's up to you. Do you want? Do you want it? You could hit oh, all, of, all three of them, or uh, no? I would never do this to Delilah. Okay, no, I would not. Right. Um, but if it if it hits fucking Brooke, then I don't care. Okay. Like, oh, right. Okay, I see how it is. <laughs> I think um, I think that I will amend it to Delilah being impressed, so charmed. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think you I think sh- you choose when you when you activate it, right? Yeah, I would choose that. Um, uh, both of my companions would be charmed by me, and that um, what's his face, Bic, would be terrified by me. Okay, maybe enough to just go backstage to whoever's planning to fuck with us and spread some worry about is my goal. All right, let's see this wisdom save. Uh, I got a fifteen. Oh, by one, you beat me back. All right, oh, so yeah. you managed to uh, you, charm uh, Rook. <laughs> and uh, where did we land on Delilah? Was Delilah, Delilah was outside the effect? I'll say uh, Delilah was inside because I'm definitely in the square that is diagonal. I, I think, yeah, I think it's reasonable to hit all three if no, you I want. Yeah, and so Delilah. So this is the thing: is that Vic Vic is a is a powerful warlock, right? We forget that, but they they have like d- deep magical power. Uh, and now Rook and Delilah both feel it. Um, what is that like, Vic? When you when you charm someone with your your spells, it's like. Um, right when you get that feeling of like what I don't know what it looks like, but I feel like it's like almost like this when it, when it hits you because I don't know if it's visible. Yeah, when I don't it hits think you, it's so. Like after that, like first drink hits and it, it mm-hmm. like your stomach just kind of like lifts for a second and you're like, oh, like it's that kind of nice feeling just kind of like spreads like from your heart just like hits your whole body. Yeah, and it's you like know you know that you feel that way because of Vic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long does it last for? Uh, not long. Hmm. It's just like a quick little like. Do we know we've been charmed after? Is it like right. friends? It's actually not. Yeah. Nice. Um, it just lasts for like one of my turns. So for ten okay. seconds, you think I'm? Yeah, I think I think Delilah will set down their glass with their their girl on fireball and <laughs> uh-huh. kind of push it across the table and hmm, the mix is off, and that's all. That's all they'll say, though they are very impressed by Vic right now. Mm-hmm. Rook picks up the drumstick, starts walking over to Vic, and like within the 10 seconds, start to hand it to, and then. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's sit in and enjoy the show, huh? Well, are we doing wings or not? Like, what's happening? <laughs> I can't eat, Bruno. So, I literally cannot consume. I just, Bruno, I imagine the entire this entire scene. The waitress has been standing here, and you're like, just one second. Whenever they're done, we're gonna make it. Just hang on one se- Just just one second. We're trying to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Oh my god, <laughs> yes, I will I, I will eat a wing. <laughs> Bruno just doesn't want to have to pay for the wings. It's just like if one person eats a wing, I'm not paying full price. <laughs> We're splitting it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
so yeah, if you if you just like hang out at the table uh, and wait, um, yeah, Bix Bix Scahill and his big band they come they come back out on uh, on stage uh, and they they play some more. Um, and I think probably at this point there is there is they're like joined on stage by a uh, a vocalist. Um, there is a, uh, a, a young woman, uh, dressed up like Jessica rabbit who comes out and yeah. does a very, very sultry jazz number. Uh, and it's clear everybody in the audience is like, they came to see her. Um, I think you all, maybe Delilah, you wouldn't recognize her, but Bruno, Vic and, and Rook, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, this woman, um, apparently she, her, her story is that she showed up in Sharn. Uh, she grew up on like a farm, uh, you know, somewhere far away from the trains. And she, she came to Sharn to make it big. Uh, and now she has this gig at this, this fancy new place. And she's nice. like a kind of a rising star. Um, and, and, uh, and so she, she comes out and, and she starts singing and everybody's, uh, just totally enraptured, uh, by this. Um, See, this is the thing. I can't tell you if she's hot or not because yeah, you can. I don't know what your characters think hotness is. My character thinks hotness is whatever I think is hot. Mm. This is a three-part I, miniseries. It's I, not matter. I would not. I would not. I would not find her hot. I think she's too packaged to be hot. I think oh. that she's not interesting enough to be hot. She's maybe conventionally mm. attractive, but oh, okay. She sells CDs hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, she's she's like, yeah, 20s like starlet hot in the sense that she's like got this kind of girl next door who's become glamorous. Like, so she's still accessible as a person, but she's also kind of mythological. because She's a fancy singer or whatever. But everybody in here loves her. Delilah um, has like a sideways comment and basically hmm, six months from a drug spiral. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, and that's and that's the thing is that she she's she's in a bad place. She might be on top of the pile now, but if if the baby suddenly decides that she doesn't like her, uh, then yeah, trouble for this girl. Um, Ripperoni. Yeah. So she comes out and she starts singing, and she gets part. I think partway through, like a second, her second song, when uh, there is uh, the arrival of a. Um, uh, of a a well dressed individual, uh, a a rather burly looking man, uh, Bruno, perhaps another of your former uh, compatriots of the fighting ring, uh, comes down, uh, comes out of this this entrance, and same thing as the bouncers outside. He's wearing the the like gorilla suit, right, the tuxedo uh, with the collar that's too tight and the bow tie, and he comes out and he he starts walking over to your table, and walking along this way uh, towards the table. Uh, Bruno's going to just like put their their hands in their coats and like uh, and ready their knuckle dusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just have them there. Okay, all right. So uh, yeah, so he he starts walking over uh, to the uh, towards the table and he stops because he can't quite get to where Delilah is. He stops and he just goes hands folded in front of him, uh, and he uh, he says to you, Delilah, whether you look at him or not, uh, he says. Uh, are you, here's a question. Are you a, are you married? 
Delilah has been married. Yeah, that was the other thing. So are you like a widower? Or I don't think (laughs) Delilah is a a a multiple time widowed status person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Um, So easiest way to get money, really. So he 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 comes over uh, and uh, and he says, uh, Delilah DeCaneth, I presume. You turn, uh, pay attention to him. Delilah will put up a finger as they finish off one of the apple pie moonshine shots. <laughs> and then like delicately rearranges it on the tray and slowly turns their head. My employer, Mr. Meissen, would like to speak with you upstairs in the VIP area. Well, when I'm finished here, I'll pay him a visit. You can see him. He kind of like you can rewatch the moment where he's like, "I'm not going to roll my eyes. I'm not going to roll my eyes. I'm not going to do it." And he he just exhales slightly through his nose, and he says, uh, "I'll wait over there if you don't mind. You're obscuring my view of this delightful concert." He takes uh, Bruno will stand up. He takes a single step back this way. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay if like he's not even standing in front of the concert. That's fine. Yeah, it's just like you're just like you're crowd, just, you're crowding my space, I, man. You're crowding uh, my style. I can't hear. I can't hear these delightful dulcet tones over your mouth breathing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So yeah, he takes a step back. He doesn't take the bait. He doesn't get angry. He just puts his hands in front of his chest and he, he watches the stage. Um, I watch him. Yeah. The entire time. Okay. Do you want to make a make an insight check? Uh, I yes, I'd love to. If it will let me click, there we go. Here we are. We're back. Insight. Another six. Does that work for you? <laughs> You're doing Another so six. well today. Uh, You're yeah, doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> he is. He is impassive. He is as as a as a rock. You can't you can't get a read on him at all. <laughs> <sighs> the baby's sending his best a lot. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Bruno will sit back down and, and finish off their wings. Excellent. Is anybody else eating them or is just is this just like Bruno shoveling dinosaur wings into their mouth? <laughs> Bruno I is have, eating all the wings and I'm drinking all of the liquor. I keep imagining that Bruno is proportioned like Ralph from Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> like mostly arms. <laughs> I I have a single wing, but I eat it. I like slowly pick off pieces of it and I just put it in my mouth very You <laughs> can't mm. damage the lipstick. Mm-hmm. No. Delicious. Uh, so the 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 song finishes right, and this uh, this singer, um, I think she probably has a stage name like Blue Rose or something, and she finishes the song. And this is one of those like big Christina Aguilera finishes, right? This is like a Baz Luhrmann musical finish with like you know she's singing, and there's like an illusion behind her of of like dolphins leaping from the water. And when she finishes, she she wipes away a single tear right from her eye like 
you know, she's so touched to be here. This and is the most amazing night of my life. Yeah, like thank you so much, everyone. And there everyone's clapping. Uh thank Bruno you, Ravnica. <laughs> Bruno, you see uh over here, there's a a guy, another another boxer. You recognize this guy uh as kind of like an like an up-and-comer. Uh, and he's sitting there with like a bunch of uh hangers on. He gets up and just starts like clapping, and you notice he's got a, a blue flower like in his uh in his lapel. And he's just like clapping like woo, like cheering and uh and she she demurely like you know leaves the stage uh and backstage you know immediately she just like starts fucking smoking cigarettes <laughs> but she yeah she goes backstage uh bix and his his players they they settle into like a quieter like a loungier number uh and you hear just the slightest clearing of the throat from the from the guard right the bouncer's like <clears throat> You're still here. Oh. All right, all right. Delilah will leisurely get away from this. Are table. you signaling to any of us that you want us to come or that you want us to stay behind? I assumed we were all following. Yeah, we're all coming. Oh, I'd wait. I I would wait until the signal. <laughs> yeah. So I, Delilah, you you get up and he he gestures, right? Like yeah. right this way, please. Uh but then if anybody else also gets up oh, from the Brooke table. Okay. Yeah. Delilah will like notice that there's some space between them and the rest of the group. And then again, then I'm, I'm up. I'm the, the guard puts a meaty hand up and he says, um, I'm, I'm sorry. This invitation was extended only to Delilah. Uh, the rest of you have a seat. Enjoy the show. I'll have some drinks sent around. And he looks over at the bartender like, drink these folks up. That's so kind. We'll have them in the office. Thank you. So you want to try to pressure him into letting yeah. you bring your friends up? Like, what are you going to do? You're yeah. going to throw me out? I want, I want to, okay. yeah, I would love to do an intimidation or assist in someone's intimidation role. Well, I, I'm going to cast friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to do that. And, um, I, yeah, I cast friends and I say, well, so I don't before you, it's... before you cast your, before you cast your spell, what, what, yes. com, what components does this spell have? Uh, a small yeah. amount of makeup applied to the face as the spell is cast. Is it uh, verbal, somatic and material components? Uh, it's, it's just somatic and material. So you don't have to say anything. You just move your hands. Okay. So he won't notice yes. if you cast it then I don't think. Um, yeah. And I think, I think I'm straight up copying Delilah and I think it is lipstick. Mm. It's just like the quickest. That's great. That's perfect. Yeah. I think, I think, I think Delilah t- taught me this. Okay. So does he get a saving throw against friends? Uh, I just get advantage, which I need. Ah, uh, so it gives you advantage thing. on persuasion. Yes. Rolls. Okay. So yes. what do you, you, you cast the spell, you reapply your, your lipstick and then you say, um, I don't think it's very reasonable that you'd expect Delilah, the decanet to go anywhere without a proper entourage. Excellent. Okay. So go ahead and make that roll with advantage. All right. Here we go. We oh, try to roll differently, than, your, roll, roll differently than yourself and roll more like someone who rolls better. Yeah, I'll think about Adam last roll like, time. Yeah, roll like, yeah, roll like Carlos whenever Carlos is in disguise. Oh, yeah, whenever right. Carlos is somebody disguised. else's boyfriend. <laughs> well, 
Um, <laughs> 21. Hi, you yeah, did it. You rolled like Carlos. I rolled like Carlos. <laughs> Winninger. <laughs> For the win. <laughs> Excellent. Nicely done. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you uh, you ensorcelate uh, this guy and he uh, he looks at the table and he uh, he says, uh, well, let me hear. I'm going to make an intimidation check on behalf of his boss uh, in okay. absentia. Okay. It was quite intimidating. Uh, and let's see who, who he is more intimidated by. Be it a 21, you dumb baby. baby. Mm-hmm. You got a 27. You should not mock me. <laughs> Katie May. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Fuck. Katie May. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Katie you did this, Adam. You I just want to point this. out that I've I've done two sessions with you now, and I think you've rolled five nat twenty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> do ah. not take Do not take me for a conjurer of cheap tricks, Katie May. Uh, I so, knew that you were writing macros. So you are you are persuasive, but the baby is more a persuasive, and it looks like it really hurts this guy that he wants to say yes. Right. He, he's like, that does make sense. Your argument is correct. And he uh, he he nods and he, he says uh, <sighs> that that that's that's the thing. I Mr. Meissen was very clear that the invitation extended only to his, his old friend Delilah. I, I'm sorry, you you three will have to stay down here. I meant it about the drinks, though. I'll I'll make sure you have a good time. It's just going to be a short conversation. I I promise. I'll have so I'll like have a, them back to you in a, in just a minute. This is a clear change of demeanor. Yeah, like all of a sudden he's been real nice to Vic and like apologetic <laughs> yeah. and like I'm the, sorry I didn't yeah. I I'm sorry I have to say no. De- Delilah will look from Vic to the bodyguard and just sort of. Don't worry, Vic. I'm certain that I'll be perfectly safe and uh, see if, like, there is any facial change on him. While this is happening, can Rook kind of just, like, walk away for a moment to the bathroom and, like, dip into stealth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the facilities are, are back here. Cool. Well, I think more or less, like, almost as if immediately behind... Just getting hidden. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Old. An 18. Okay. Good. Okay. You're very sneaky. And very sneaky, sneaky. the idea is you want to follow, you want to follow yeah. them? Okay. I want to like, yes, follow them where they go and also be within earshot of Delilah if possible. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Um, I don't think that this guy expects you to just straight up follow them upstairs. So, yeah. yeah. OK, uh, so Delilah, the, the guard leads you back to this hallway back here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Delilah's going to loop their hand on the inside of this guard's elbow. Just right. like hold on to it like, oh, we're friends. <laughs> OK. Also, the guard has probably like 13 seconds left until he realizes that magic was done unto him. <laughs> like, so, wait yeah. a second. This is for Baroni. 
I'm okay. nothing if not honest. Yeah. I would like to, um, if if things go awry, I would like to hold an action for shocking grasp on this card. But... <laughs> okay. So you want to ready a shocking grasp. Yeah. I want in to case. Now, the thing grasp. about casting a spell is with a, a held spell, you cast most of it and then you have to like hold it in your mind. Uh, so he would hear you casting a spell. Um, if you want to excuse yourself and be like, I'm just going to run to the facilities first, you could go into the bathroom and cast it and then hold it in your head. Nope. Okay. So you're just like, nope, we'll go with him. And so, all right. So if you yeah, do want to cast something, think, it will require that you yeah, roll initiative to like yeah. beat him to the punch. Yeah. Okay. If I, um, yeah. So it, it, when, when they cast it, they'll, they will, uh, do it to the tune of whatever blue rose was singing Mm -hmm. um sort of like surreptitiously but they'll they'll cast it there that's fine and then hold on to like as a trigger um because i think delilah is more interested in intimidating this clown yeah (laughs) yeah yeah all right. So okay. as you as you walk down the as you walk down the hall, these two doors, just for future reference, the door on the north has a sign on it that says uh, talent only. Uh, this door on this side, I'm actually going to open it slightly because it's been propped open um, and you can I'll just open it there. So that door, as you walk by, it's propped open slightly. There's like a wooden little wooden crate like stuck in it so it doesn't close on its own as you walk by you can feel a cool breeze from outside uh you can hear rain and you can smell lingering like cigarette smoke in the air uh as you walk by that door uh and then there's a set of stairs that lead up to a little landing and then stairs that go up to the second the second floor uh which he escorts you to uh through this hallway So let me take you uh, upstairs, Delilah. So the two of you, uh, the two of you head up the head up the stairs uh, and you arrive. um, You arrive on in a hallway. Yeah, up here. Uh, I'll, I'll click for everybody else. It'll just be dark up here, but Delilah, you can see. So this is a long haul and this hallway has, um, a bunch of doors on the right, which are all closed. And on the left, as you walk by, there are framed pictures of uh, various celebrities. Uh, there are pictures of and and some of them are like signed headshots. So you see like uh, a bunch of those. But a few of them are more candid uh, photos uh, of what look like um, gangsters, basically partying with famous like singers and musicians. Uh, so you'll see like a bunch of people sitting around a table kind of looking at the camera like, oh, you'd like, no, don't take a picture, like jokingly and people drinking together and like people standing. And there's a there's a photo of the old dilapidated and I'm imagining like the Bradbury building uh, in L.A., the Bradbury building, the old dilapidated version of this this building. And you can see a curmudgeonly looking, uh, almost like spherical, like barrel shaped halfling, uh, in a suit that's slightly too tight for him. Uh, and he's got a big pair of ceremonial scissors and he's cutting a ribbon. Uh, and there are, uh, there are some other, what look like politicians like around him. Uh, and so you see this, uh, lining the wall of the, the hall as you, uh, as you're, you're escorted through it. Um, meanwhile, downstairs, um, what's, what's going on? Are you going to follow them upstairs, Rook? Yeah. 
Yeah. All, okay. All the way through it. Uh, all right, so sort me, of like, I'll put you around. You're around I'd this maybe, corner. I'd like be hiding within the stair now to like just peeking yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. Like, peeping around the corner. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then for Vic, so Vic and, and Bruno, you are still at the table. What are you, you going to do? Uh, Bruno is going to get up and go over to that person that had the blue flower. Yeah. 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 Okay. The, the other guy, let's, let's say he's over. Let me put a, I'll put a new, a new marker down for this guy. So he's over at this far table here. There you go. Yeah. So you want to walk over here? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's now talking as you walk up, you can hear him talking to his friends, uh, about, uh, and it's clear they've been, they've been here a while and they've been drinking a while because there's, uh, one of those metal, those ornate metal, uh, ice buckets and there's like two empty champagne bottles in it. And there's champagne flutes all over the table. There's a cigar, uh, burning in an ashtray on the table. And as you walk over, he's, he's telling one of the, the, uh, men that he's here with, he's like, I've seen Blue Rose perform here 17 nights in a row, and every time it gets me right here. And he like pokes at his chest. Uh, and he, if do you want him to notice you walking over, or are you walking over like behind him, like out of his field of view? I'm kind of, kind of behind. I'm just like I eavesdropping for a minute. But, okay. um, but then I want to uh, quickly like come up and like put my arm around, uh, around th- this person. And, okay. uh, and, and immediately be like, Oh, oh, oh Hey, 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 <laughs> uh, hey goodbody, goodbody. And like for just feigning very, very drunk. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So you come over and you, you like put his arm, your arm around him. He gets startled and surprised and kind of like recoils and he, uh, and he's like, Whoa, Hey, and he, he stands uh, up and his, his chair like not knocks over and he, uh, he, he does that thing where he kind of flinches a little, like he's not sure if he should punch you or not. Uh, like he's gauging whether you're a threat. Uh, uh he puts his hands up like to, for fisticuffs and then like, uh, Bruno puts the, the hands out like, Oh, Hey, Whoa, we got a fighter over here. Hey, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Come here. And he, hey. <laughs> he looks, Wait. he looks, he looks at his friends and he kind of pushes you away, like puts a hand on your chest and pushes you back. And he says, um, all right, buddy, I, I'm off the clock. I don't have time for autographs. Me and my friends are just trying to enjoy the show. So scram. All right. No, I got, I wait. I'm like, I'm your friend, right? Like. We've been, we've been around each other before. I just uh, I just want to come over and say hi again, you know. So you know this guy, and he doesn't recognize you because you're disguised. But are you inviting him to like take a closer look? And no, and no, you? I'm, okay. I'm still for trying uh, trying to be someone else here. But like, okay, um, but but I think the thing is because of like you're trusting Vic's disguise, but Bruno doesn't know Vic. Only rolled an eleven. I'm gonna I'm gonna see. So when you're like, I know you. He's like, do I? Do I know this guy? Uh, so he's gonna see. Do I know them? Let me let me make a make an insight check. He's not very insightful. DC eleven. I got a four. So he looks at you and he he's like, now nah, I don't know you, buddy. Uh, so and he just gestures wait, like, wait, 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 no, I see, I saw, I see you, um, you got, yeah, I saw the little, the blue, the blue rose, the blue, you know? Yeah. You, you're, 
I'm a big, I'm a big fan too. Like me, I'm a ba- I'm the second biggest fan next to you, probably. You know. <laughs> and yeah, you could see him. He was about to fight you over that. He was about to be like, "No, I'm her biggest fan." But then you were like, "I'm second, second biggest." And he he nods and he uh, and he says, uh, "Actually, make a make a, a persuasion, yeah. make a persuasion check. I want to see if he's like get someone else to scram and give you the seat." <laughs> Um, first wow. of all, first of all, wow. <laughs> number number one, big number one Welcome on that one. Welcome to my house. Welcome to my house. Uh, for those listening out at home, it was the best is a hole in one. <laughs> brilliant on the field. Well done. So, Vic, um, you, I imagine, have been. So this is what happened. So, Bruno, you you say you're like, I'm a second base fan. You can see the guy be like. All right, buddy. And this is the all right, buddy. He's not even saying it to you. He's saying to his friends to signal to them, like, I'm going to take out the garbage. Don't you worry about it. Like, but keep an eye on me because I'm going to show off. Right. This like I fight for a living. I'm a big, tough guy. I'm going to throw you out of here. Um, and uh, and so you see him. He starts rolling his sleeves up. and He like takes his rings off and like <laughs> gives them to somebody. Uh, you know, you can see him. It's, it's he's peacocking before what he expects to be a quick fight, right? But uh, Vic, you're over at the table by yourself over here. What? Where is your attention right now? You, Delilah has gone upstairs. Bruno is is in the crowd now. I'm um, nearly certain I've cast invisibility and I'm no further than 10 feet away from Delilah right now. <laughs> okay, so where where would you go to cast invisibility? Because again, if you, this is the thing about spells, spells with verbal components. Yeah. Somatic components are like waving your arms around. So like, yeah. that's the thing. Sometimes you could not notice them, but most of the time, like they're, they're fairly obviously looking right at them. Verbal components are like speaking in a loud, clear voice. So yeah. people around would hear you casting a spell. I imagine it's like timed to the jazz music and it's like almost like a move where you like go to the bathroom and you look like you're walking in, but before you've walked in fully, you're already invisible. So you never like fully make it like so you're going to, so, yeah. So you're going to leave like the, yeah. the common area to, to cast the spell. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you, you have, um, here's a question. Here's an, an Eberron related question. Yeah, I have all the answers to those. Well, it's it's more like a question. It's like the questions that sometimes come up on Jay Speller must die. No one has an answer for this, but I'm looking at the layout of this this bar, right? And as you walk back towards what I assume are the bathrooms, because from what I can see of them, it's six five by five cubes with a connecting like hallway. So I have to assume this is the bathroom. Now there are two of them, but given what we know about the universe of of Eberron, do you think it's just two batches of gender neutral washrooms or do you think they have like gendered and non gendered as their, their differentiation between the two or like, how do they, how do they split them? Cause maybe species is more appropriate. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's I think, the, like, I think height, like because yeah. halflings probably use a different size a, toilet, right? It's a hot or not. So you actually walk up to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. and it tells you if you're hot yeah, or not. Fives and tens. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Good. That's much better. Or the hot people, people washrooms like, and um, the, Right. I assume and you somebody ask, has like a tail 
the the not hot people washrooms are for doing gross things like peeing. The other ones are for doing drugs and having sex in. So yeah, yeah, no. Okay. You can Got ask it. Wizards of the Coast. They'll back that up. <laughs> okay, good. All right. So this is canon now. In Eberron, they the it's not a gender binary. It's a hot or not binary. Good. Mm-hmm. Fives <laughs> yes. and tens. Yeah, That's fives it. and tens. Okay. All right. So you you get back there and yeah, like you said, if you just walk in, cast the spell, and then walk out before the door is finished swinging, no one will notice that you. Uh, that you're you're invisible so you you leave there's no one to hear you become invisible uh and then you do and you walk out and now no one can see you um hell yeah however upstairs and i i think this is the thing we'll we'll need to maybe start this but finish it next time uh upstairs the uh the thug in question um realizes that they have been Ensorcelated, right? Bamboozled. So you get a couple of steps ahead of him. You're maybe like here in the hallway, and you hear him mutter to himself, "Wait a second, what the, what the hell? Do either of you do anything? Do either of you leap into action before he realizes, or do you give him no. a minute?" Okay. I think Delilah has like experienced, yeah, like Vic doing this bullshit before. Yeah, Delilah so I, I'm sure Delilah's. <laughs> Delilah will like look back over the shoulder and yeah, he has, he has a face you haven't seen in a long time, but it is the face of a man who has just realized that he was, uh, he was enchanted. Yeah. He's, he's like, where a second that damn, any (laughs) you can see him trying to like, he's, he's still trying to figure out what to do about that. He's like, wait a second. Now that can't, what happened here? And he's, yeah, he's like, he's, there's a moment of confusion. Do you do anything or do you wait and watch to see how he reacts? Uh, Delilah's going to keep walking with just the assumption that he will follow them. Um, and if they don't, if, if he doesn't, he doesn't. Delilah doesn't know that Rook is mm-hmm. sneaky in here <laughs> in this area. So, but like, as far as Delilah is concerned, this dude's mad at Vic. Yeah, sure. So, mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. I'm mad at Vic all the time and I've managed to get over it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to see, I'm going to make an intelligence check for him to see if, uh, it's a first level spell, right? Yeah. Uh, Vic. And this probably isn't the first time a patron has cast friends Friends on a a, bouncer. Friends is a fucking cantrip. It's a cantrip. Okay. So we'll make a DC. I'm going to make a DC 10 intelligence check to see if he realizes what's going on or if he's just like, he can't, he just has some weird feelings about Vic. (laughs) If I fail this check, he falls in love with you. Yes. I got a three. Three. (laughs) Okay. So, So what happens with this guard is the guard is having some strange new feelings about this person that, that talked back to them downstairs. Uh, but instead of turning around immediately to go and confront Vic about it, they're like, no, I have to, I have to do work. And so Delilah, you cast a glance, you see a moment of confusion and you see him just like, I think maybe he literally shakes his head like, like some, like there's a, she gets a chill. And then he looks at you and I, I assume you don't like let on that you notice. Right. I mean, honestly, Deli- honestly, Delilah, I think would kind of let on because it's like a very smug, like, <laughs> yeah, like, are you OK? <laughs> like, are you all right? Like, this can't be the first time someone's cast friends on a bouncer. Like, yeah, right. Like, I guarantee that there are signs in this bar that say, like, no spell casting. Yeah, or like, you like, know. like no charm spells. No, <laughs> do no not charm person the money. bartender. <laughs> yeah, no, no illusory money accepted. Yeah, <laughs> totally. 
Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you walk, when you walk in, there's a scanner that if it detects any Warforged, there's a guy at the bar who's like, we don't serve your kind here. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Okay. (laughs) So he doesn't, he shakes it off. He has some weird feelings about Vic now, which we can maybe never address. Um, but eventually you come around the corner into like a waiting area. And in this area, you can see that on one side, there's a, a very nice like leather couch. There's some ferns, there's a table and there's a set of double doors right here. And the, um, the, the bouncer walks towards it to go and open it. And he, he turns to you and he, uh, he says, uh, Mr. Meissen is just right through here. Thank you, dear. Okay. And of course, hiding behind this fern over here, uh, we have Rook. So Rook, you watch if, if Delilah goes through that door, you yeah. might you might lose you might lose track of her, but I think that's where we I think that's where we stop for for now, right? Is that uh, downstairs? Vic is invisible. Bruno is uh, is talking to this this other uh, boxer uh, upstairs. Uh, you have uh, Rook hiding behind a fern, and Delilah is about to go into the. I was going to say like the lion's den, but it's a very small lion. <laughs> the weasel's nest. Uh, Delilah is about to is about to meet the baby face to face. And it seems like maybe all alone unless Rook can get in there. So yeah. we'll uh, we'll find out how all that goes uh, and we'll we'll find out that. And then we'll also figure out why the hell the group of you ended up on a train more to the salient point next time on Gateway to Perdition. That's our episode. Thank you for coming, everybody. Uh, let's do some shout outs. And we will uh, we'll call it an episode. Let's start with start down here with William. Please tell us where can we find you and what are you up to? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at K William White. Uh, you can also find me on the Q Times Twitch and YouTube channel. Uh, Q Times, which is Q U E U E Times. Uh, like you're waiting in a queue. Uh, they do a lot of uh, live streaming stuff. They're they just got a couple um, really exciting shows like on the roster and and the start of next year it's going to be uh, popping. So check that stuff out. I, I GM uh, Kids on Bikes, uh, a long run continuous campaign. Uh, we're in our second season right now. We just uh, recorded I think our 39th episode or something like that. So um, that's been really cool. I do that on Tuesday nights, uh, but the VODs go up on the YouTube channel, so you can just check all the back catalog. It's in a playlist called Hijinks and Handlebars. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then uh, I also tonight am going to be on a Monster of the Week uh, campaign. It's a continuous campaign as well, but we are in our last two episodes of the entire series. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it's a limited series kind of uh, run thing. We've had four arcs so far. We're in the fifth and final one, and uh, that's also with Q Times. So tonight at, I think, about 7.30 uh, Pacific. So that's going to be super late for anybody who's not on the Pacific Coast. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for VODs. <laughs> yes, yeah, the VODs will also be going up on uh, the Q Times main YouTube channel as well. But uh, that's what I'm doing right now. And uh, also, that I think I mentioned a Kickstarter last time I was on here. That got hmm. funded. So yes. yeah. Very good. Awesome. I remember I remember checking. I checked it right after the show, and I was like, ooh, they got some some time to go. But I always forget, Kickstarters always get a big jump at the end. So congratulations. Well, we, got, um, we, we were concerned about it. We did a, live, a full day, like 14-hour live stream 
uh, to do like a final push and we made up $9,000 in one day. So, nice. um, and that nice. pushed us over the edge. It was great. So, uh, look, look forward to that in the future. Uh, that, that's about, that's about all I got. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> Excellent. That's great. Thank you. Uh, Katie May, why don't you go next? Ah, okay. I'm Katie May. You can find me at Twitter at OKKatieMay. Okay um, if you're interested in seeing me do some DM shenanigans, you should uh, go and listen to Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice. It is an all-women 5e Dungeons & Dragons podcast done by some very funny people in Chicago. Um, it's Randy. That's what I got to say about that. It's a, lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, but it's a lot of fun. Um, that's available wherever you listen. Um, plan to plan to come to C2E2 next year if you're in the Chicago area. Uh, but besides that, I'm chilling for the rest of the year. Nice, so, yeah. nice. That's a good way to play out the year. Excellent done. Uh, cool. Uh, I'm gonna I'm saving TK and their fresh haircut for last. So Masood, please. Cat. Most important. Yeah. Also, just as soon life. as your cat gets directly in front of you, it's like uh, Azula. Would you like to do a shout out here? Or? Well, I would love to talk about the social media profile and presence I'm building. Um, yeah, you can find me. <laughs> but uh, no, you can find me online at Marud Boy M H R U D E B O I uh, at both Twitter and Instagram. Um, on Twitter, if you follow me, I will not follow you back, but I appreciate the follow and the content because uh, I will most often engage with you if you leave some sort of way of me to engage with you. Um, yeah, you can keep up with me what I'm doing. Uh, through both of those right now i'll be honest like this is my one like sort of creative show right now i'm mm. been directing a lot through the directing program and like haven't been creating content on my own and it's been kind of nice like, <laughs> gestating i like I've, i realized it like for the past three years i've been in a show that is as either ended and a new one has immediately started or I started another one during the, pro- like there's been something continual. There's been a continual process. And right now it's like, Oh, I have time to write. That's where that, that's how that happens. That's, that's where that comes from. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, keep up with what's happening on Instagram and Twitter. That's about it. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Masood. And uh, last but not least looking fresh as hell. TK, please. It's me. It's TK and I'm fresh as hell. Confirmed. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, follow me on on the Twitters if you want spooky stories and dumb hair care tips, I guess. Um, <laughs> I write spooky stories. Read them on my website, tkjwrites.com. That's what it is. And then my Twitter is TK joins the fray. Uh, if you're wondering if I've gotten any more written on my novel, the answer is no. So I will be roasted daily by (laughs) Ashley and Lisa (laughs) probably until I die because they are brutal, but loving. I feel like that statement is the ultimate truth of every writer ever. If you'd like to know if I've done any work on my novel, the answer is no. Thanks for the coming. The answer is no, but I've been on Twitter. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking my about gosh, it. My gosh, Lisa fucking roasted me yesterday and it was... I can't believe on, on Tales you're the one that gets bullied. What is this? They're, well, also, they're all really pretty. Right. <laughs> no, no. I love that it implies when something me. about the Jace Bellerin cast. Yeah. I think you may, may want yeah, to you are too young for me. 
Well, By we're going to have the rest of this conversation offline. Uh, so <laughs> thank you so much for coming, everybody. We're going to be back next week with more Gateway to Perdition. Uh, it should be the thrilling conclusion of our three-part miniseries. Uh, thanks for coming. That's it for us. See you later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.